your time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done. It's about what you're doing. It's all about where you're going, no matter where you've been. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Get You Fit Radio with your host, Irene Cook, the radio show where we talk about getting fit, staying fit, and leading a healthy lifestyle. Today's topic is going to be one about snacking and how to snack successfully. Who doesn't like a good snack? Snacks are yummy. In fact, just the word snack is appealing. Ever since since the beginning of time, elementary school, when's it snack time? Ears perk up, mouths start watering, people get excited at the word snack. Maybe you're bored or you're stressed, or maybe you need a mood picker-upper. Maybe you're hungry between meals, or maybe you're too busy to eat a regular meal. Perfect, it's snack time. These are just a few reasons why people snack. Once considered to be a special between-meat treat, snacking is now considered a normal, occurring, anytime, anywhere treat. Today, nearly all Americans snack daily, and as many as 50% of them say they snack between two and three times a day. In fact, when I write meal plans for my clients, I build in snacks as part of the regular meal for them to enjoy as part of their day. Not only are people snacking more often, but also the types of foods that people prefer to snack on are changing. Today, people's snacks are more than just salty chips, candy bars, cookies, and soda, and other high-calorie items and low-nutrient foods um, they're, they're picking things that are of better quality, or at least that is what our intentions are. So I thought that today's show should be about picking snacks that are healthier and, and making these choices so that our snacking can be successful. So here is, here is a, a big deal breaker for, for, for dieting. Snacking. So often I hear people say to me, you know, I do so great with my breakfast. I do so great with my lunch. I mean, I, I, I plan these things and that is why it's because you plan your meals. You plan your breakfast, you plan your lunches, you plan your dinners, but you don't really plan your snacks. And, and when you don't have a plan, that's usually when things fall apart. So the first thing that I'm going to say for successful snacking is create a plan. And this is going to go way back to the beginning, to that grocery list and that grocery store. And I'm going to say that you should create a plan by putting together some ideas and some strategies for what things that you want to purchase to have ready and on hand for these successful snacks. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you something that happens. When you get hungry, your brain becomes unable to make decisions that are logical. 
Okay. Now I know this sounds this sounds silly, but it's the truth. When we become hungry, when we become hungry, we are no longer able to make logical decisions. So I have this this thing that I've created, and it's actually in my book that um, will eventually be out in print. It's it's still uh, in in the publication process, but in my book I talk about the witching hour. The witching hour is is when you're hungry and you're bored at the same time. And so when you're hungry and you're bored at the same time, it's the perfect storm because because your brain is not thinking logically and and you're bored. And you look around the house and you see a bag of chips. Well, now it's over. Now it's doomsday, you're done because your logic's out the window, you're bored and you've just came across an item that is crunchy, is delicious, is savory, is salty, is all of the above, and you're going to eat it and you're not going to stop. And you know this, but your brain is incapable of, of stopping you because like I told you, you're hungry and it's it's illogical. So I have these fictional characters that I've developed and they're they're, I call them the gargoyles. So do you guys all know what a gargoyle is? It's this little picture, this cute little munchkin. It has to be cute because we don't want to have this these characters be ugly. They're cute and they look like these little gremlins and they're invisible, but they appear and they're in your brain and they take over. And once these gargoyles appear, you have no saving yourself whatsoever. And these gargoyles will only appear if they are in the presence of you being hungry. So the first thing you have to do is combat them by not allowing yourself to get hungry. First rule, don't get hungry. Don't go too long without food in between meals. And that is the number one reason why people fail at snacks. They go too long without eating. You should not go longer than three hours in between meals. So when you have your breakfast, you want to have a snack about two to three hours later. Now, that's the logical thing to do. The illogical thing to do is to think that you're going to lose weight by skipping the snack and that you're going to make it all the way to lunch without a snack and you're going to end up having this amazing physique because you're going to trim calories out of your day by skipping that snack. But what happens in reality is you get hungry and the gargoyles appear and there's the bag of chips that's right there and you end up eating it in like two minutes or less. And it's done mindlessly and the end of the day comes and you've forgotten all about it because it was done in a mindless sense. So going back to the plan, grocery shop. Let's go pick items that are healthy snacks and let's keep those within your eyesight. So if we have, instead of a bag of chips, in case the gargoyles appear, we have some healthy snacks that are in the calorie range of two to 300 calories. We have nuts and we have berries and we have fruits that are healthy and we have those in our eyesight. And when we get hungry and when it's been two to three hours, grab for those things and those will satisfy that hunger and that will keep us 
from becoming illogical. They will keep us from getting bored and getting hungry and getting over hungry. Another thing that happens when we get too hungry is our blood sugar drops. And when our blood sugar drops, that is actually what causes this this brain activity, this illogical brain activity, is our blood sugar dropping. That is physiologically what happens. So these gargoyles, as I call them, is your blood sugar dropping. Um, and having something to eat is going to give you that energy burst. And keeping the blood sugar from dropping is going to uh, allow that insulin level in your system to stay stable, which is going to keep you from eating the kitchen sink. Okay, so hopefully that all makes sense to you. So first thing on the checklist is plan, shop smart, get healthy things, keep healthy things in sight so that when you do get hungry, you grab at healthy things and you make wise choices. So before we go on to the next thing, I want to welcome anybody that is just joining us. You are listening to WHRULP, Huntley Community Radio, and we're talking about successful snacking and how to avoid overeating during snack time and making choices that are not healthy um, when it's not an actual meal time. So next thing you do is always, always, always put your snacks on a plate. Uh, would you believe that 70% of people who snack don't actually put their snack on a plate? If you're nodding your head right now because you are guilty of doing this, it's okay. We all are. We all are. Grabbing things out of the pantry, out of the refrigerator, and eating them right out of the bag. You know, these are snack items, popcorn, chips. These are things that are are made and, and conveniently made for us to grab and go. But when we do this, we mindlessly eat and we don't pay attention to the amount that we're eating. And when we do this, we lose track of what we're doing. And the next thing we know, we have overeaten, causing us oftentimes to have eater's regret, leading to a stomach ache, which then leads to us not wanting to eat dinner, which then leads to us wanting to eat something later at night because we've missed dinner time and now we've created a fiasco. So if you take a plate out and you measure out the portion of your snack and put it on a plate and enjoy it, you will have so much more success with your snacking because you will have an actual visual of what you're eating. Um, I read a book uh, a while back, and I've actually read it a couple times. It's called Mindless Eating. And there's a, a food psychologist who has a food lab down in Champaign here in Illinois where he studies people's eating, eating behaviors. And he conducted a study that I thought was really interesting. He had an all-you-can-eat chicken wing night where he invited people in, and it was all-you-can-eat. And he instructed the wait staff of half of the restaurant to take away the chicken wings of the 
patrons that were done eating um, so that they were not able to see what they have eaten when they were done eating. And the other half of the restaurant, he instructed the wait staff to leave the wings and the debris on the table after they were done eating. So it was sitting there when they were done. So 50% of the, the, the restaurant had clean plates and clear tables when they were done eating, and they would just keep ordering more and more. And the other half had the bones of the wings piling up as they continued to eat. Wouldn't you guess that the side of the restaurant in which the bones and the debris were picked up ended up eating 50% more chicken wings because they were mindlessly eating. They weren't seeing what they were doing. And after I read this study, I had pistachios one day and I noticed the massive pile of shells that were left behind as I was eating them. And I thought, oh, I'm done eating, I'm done eating these pistachios because I was looking at the shells that I had, had eaten. It was a reminder of what I had eaten where when I eat regular shelled almonds, I can eat those till the sun goes down. And, and it got me thinking about that. We mindlessly eat. We will eat and eat and eat until we are full. And sometimes it takes a while, especially when you're hungry. So by putting food on the plate, especially during snack time, it's going to keep you very aware and very cognizant of the amount of food you're eating. And I guarantee you that you're going to eat less food because you're going to see it in front of you and it will be most likely within a more controllable uh, caloric limit than if it was just pulled right out of the bag. So that would be my second real big piece of advice. Um, third, don't allow yourself to get thirsty. Oftentimes people confuse hunger for thirst. Um, I just recently had a client of mine <clears throat> say to me, that she gets really hungry at night after dinner. And because I write her uh, nutritional plans, I was looking over at it and I thought, you know, she's getting enough protein. She's getting enough healthy fats and carbohydrates. She really shouldn't be getting hungry, especially after eating dinner. So I said to her, are you, are you drinking enough water? And, and she admitted that she wasn't getting enough fluids for the day. And I asked her to really think about it. And I said, are you thirsty or are you hungry or are you bored? And I, I felt like it was a borderline question on, on, on almost offending her and asking her this, but she, she was able to think about it. And the next day she, she wrote back and she said, you know, I'm, I'm thirsty. She had this sensation in her, in her throat of thirst that she was confusing for hunger. So make sure that you are well hydrated um, when you do have a, um, a quench for food and a quench for snack, make sure that you do drink enough water um, and hydrate yourself. Um, certainly during snack time, include that in with your, uh, with your snack as well. And include that in with your snack because certainly you should be getting at least eight, eight ounce glasses of water um, along with your, with your day as well. Okay, so here's a big one. You ready? 
This one's going to be a buzzkill for a lot of you. Just because it's a vegetable and a fruit does not make it healthy. So, newsflash, newsflash, vegetables and fruits aren't always healthy. Now, how is that? Well, here's a bit. Here's the biggest one. Well, French fries aren't healthy. That's a vegetable, right? Um, potato chips. Those are potatoes, correct? Well, th- those are the obvious. Okay, so so I'm going to give you some more that are not not as obvious. Um, dried fruit, dried fruit rolls. Um, you have your fruit snacks. You have your uh, dehydrated fruits. These are all snacks that are found in the snack aisle that are very comparative to candy. And if you are fine with eating candy, then I have no problem with you having dehydrated fruit as a snack. But I don't want anybody to confuse these dehydrated fruits for a healthy snack. Because if you look at the label and the nutritional label of any of these things, you will not be surprised to see that the sugar content on most of these dehydrated fruits is pretty equivalent to that of candy. Oftentimes, when fruits are dehydrated, they are soaked in corn syrup. Um, they're actually rolled in sugars and fats. And that's why they taste so candy-like and so delicious. Um, a lot of the fruits that you find in trail mixes um, contain trans fats and hydrogenated oils. Hydrogenated oils are the oils that actually cause heart disease and put people at risk for heart disease. So when you are looking at a trail mix, for example, or you find the big bag of um, banana chips and coconut chips and, you know, those fabulous fruit dehydrated snacks that do taste really, really good, look at the ingredients. And if you see hydrogenated fats, that is what puts you at risk for heart disease and will clog your arteries. So you want to really be cognizant of that. And you really want to look at those labels because that is what puts us at risk of health problems. Um, a lot of the snacks that kids buy, lunchtime snacks and health snacks and school starting in a couple of weeks, those are like eating candy. And you really want to be careful of that. A lot of the granola bars also. Um, a granola bar that has M&Ms in them, gang, that's 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 not a granola bar. Um, just because a granola bar has a few flakes of uh, oats in there does not make it a healthy choice. So you really want to check those things out and, you know, hop on the Internet and look up some great uh, recipes. There's so many things that you can make effortlessly at home. And I know... I know it's really hard. This is a hard platform for me to um, to share a recipe with you, but I have a really easy recipe where you just take oatmeal and peanut butter and raisins and honey and flax seeds, and you mix that all together and roll them up into these little 
little golf ball size treats and you're getting no trans fats and you're getting no preservatives. And I can tell you what, my kids and my clients absolutely love these. And I will post them on my website for anybody that's interested in looking this up. They're the energy balls. And I'm telling you what, they're delicious. You can look this up at www.getyoufitnutrition.com. Uh, one of my absolute favorites. Um, you can make some of this stuff up. Just take oats, take peanut butter, throw in some nuts, some seeds, um, experiment with it in the kitchen, and um, you you will be so much better off with making something like this on your own than picking up a bar that is loaded with with sugar. Um, you want to look for things on labels that are high protein. You want to look for things on labels that do not have a lot of sugar and a lot of fats. Um, and then as far as vegetables go, uh, a lot of the dehydrated vegetables are also fried. Um, I was at a, a healthy store and they had all these great vegetables that were, you know, beets and, and sugar snap peas. And they looked like they were like dehydrated, kind of like dried up. Same thing. They were, they were basically fried. So all of these things are things that you want to kind of be aware of. So on final note, um, now that you kind of know how to plan, um, know how to keep those gargoyles away, don't let yourself get hungry, keep your blood sugar stabilized. Um, you want to make sure that your snacks are between two and 300 calories each. Um, how many snacks can you have a day? You can have a snack between breakfast and lunch. You can have a snack between lunch and dinner. Um, you don't want your snack to be so big that you don't want to eat your dinner. If you have an early dinner, let's just say you like to eat at three o'clock, but then at 8 p.m. you're hungry and it's not really dinner time, but you don't really want to have a meal you can make yourself a two or 300 calorie snack. Have it be something that's high in protein. Make some Greek yogurt and throw some berries in there with a scoop of peanut butter. No one says it has to be a dinner as we're used to. If it has the right proportions of proteins and it's not high in sugar, it's much better than opening up the pantry and throwing your hand in the cookie jar and mindlessly eating things that are going to end up giving you a stomach ache and adding up to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of mindlessly eaten calories. Eat slow. Never eat while distracted. Never snack while distracted. Always plan ahead. Avoid salty snacks. Check the labels. Always check the labels. Read the ingredients. Hydrogenated fats. That's a big one for you today. Measure things. Look at the portions. When a box says you get two ounces of something, if that sounds ambiguous to you because you don't know what two ounces is, on the label, if the bag says it serves six, then you know that you would get about one-sixth of that portion. 
be aware of what you're taking in and have it be something that you enjoy. Oftentimes people will pick something that they don't really want and that doesn't curb their craving. So don't just eat something because it's there. You want to pick something that you look forward to. So when you make that grocery list, make it something that's appealing to you. Sit down with your family and pick your favorite fruits or your favorite vegetables. Dips are great. Get yourself some hummus. Maybe get yourself some ranch dips, some light ranch dips, some vegetables, farmer's markets, and fruits. Have them be available. Um, moms, cut up some carrots and some sugar snap peas, some cherry tomatoes. Put them all in your refrigerator. Have them ready to go for the kids to just grab and go. If they're available, they will be eaten. Just like that bag of chips that sits out on your pantry, sits there calling your name, I guarantee you, if you put the cherry tomatoes out, the kids will eat them. Quick story. One time I made broccoli, broccoli of all things. I roasted broccoli and put a little sea salt on there. And I took it out of the oven, set it on top of the stove. And I went to go train somebody for an hour, came back. My four kids gobbled it all up. It was gone. And it was supposed to be for dinner. And I said, you guys, what? What?" Of course, I wasn't angry because they ate broccoli. But it got me thinking, if you put it out, they will eat it. Just like, just like Grandma used to put out the, the candy jar and you'd go over there and you would eat it. Teach your family. Put the healthy things out and they will grab it and they will enjoy it. So, hope you learned a lot. Hope you snack mindfully and not mindlessly. I hope that you learn to trust the process, the process of health and wellness. And I hope that you stock your shelves with healthy, yummy food that will keep you energized and keep your blood sugar stable and keep those gargoyles away. Enjoy. And again, if you want to look up that recipe, it is www getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com Let's go Make no excuses now I'm talking here and now I'm talking here and now Let's go Your time is running